Good to get this guy here in the Freak Nation. We give some love to those that may not have national prominence, but frankly, yes, uh, exactly. Sounds yes. like um, sounds like Carson Hosovar has something going on. Uh, Carson, let me see if I get this right. You compete part time in with Nice Motorsports. It looks like they field a number of race cars in different series, whether it's the NASCAR Truck Series, Late Model. Help me out here, buddy. Uh, what all the series do you race in, man? Yeah, so we uh, so I run part time this year, being age restrictions with NASCAR, uh, with Nice Motorsports. They really uh, have taken a chance on me this year, so to be able to jump up to the opportunity uh, in the NASCAR Truck Series this year has been really special and um, you know really job fulfilling or bucket list fulfilling, however you want to do it, um, just mm-hmm. to be in the top level of NASCAR, uh, top three levels of NASCAR. That's been a lifelong dream. And then uh, we have our own little family-run uh, race team with just one guy, um, Zach Dunson, who's been working on our Super Late Mall program and been helping, uh, getting some help from Van Dorn Race Cars and Butch and Johnny. They're both uh, brothers and right in their shops to kind of have a, a co-alliance right there, um, just right in house. It sounds like you've got it pretty well down pat on who you race for when you're racing. Carson Hosovar joining us here in the Freak Nation. You ran at Richmond in the Truck Series. You're going to be running in Bristol. Do I read that right? You're going to be running in Bristol here this weekend? Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, we start. We run uh, Thursday night at Bristol. I leave Tuesday for North Carolina. And then uh, and then Saturday we run the Super Late Model again at Pensacola for the Blizzard Series in lead up to the Crown Jewel of them all, Snowball Derby, at the end of the year. Oh, heck yeah. And you're all of 17 years old, right? Yes, sir. Yes, and get this. He was, let's see, you were a pole sitter in the ARCA series two years ago, so were you 15 years old when you sat on the pole for an ARCA race? Yeah, yeah, right at Berlin. Yeah, exactly, where you won this weekend. That's just, that's incredible to me. Tell me there's no pressure on a 15-year-old with a bunch of old guys behind you breathing down (laughs) your neck. No, I mean, uh... You know, I've never really had any pressure. Um, you know, I don't let nerves really get to me. Um, you know, I just enjoy driving race cars, and I feel like that's one of my strong suits. Whether, um, you know, whether I try to or not, that just comes. That part comes naturally to me. So to be able to not have those nerves and and really thrive under pressure and uh, you know, real make or break moments. Um, you know, I feel like is is my strong suit in, in racing. So to be able to have that. Um, just at a young age already, um, you know, and already having uh, winning races this year, especially. So to be able to do that and keep thriving and hopefully keep on this momentum. Carson Hosevar joining us on Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. And, he, of course, he's the winner from Berlin Raceway earlier today. Talk about Berlin Raceway. I know it's pretty much considered a home track for you, being Michigan. But what is it about this track that you like and that is different than other tracks that you maybe cherish a little bit more? Uh, I mean, the biggest thing is it's just so unique. Um, you know, you look overhead on uh, Google Maps or anything and look at a track map, you know, there's nothing really like it in the country for how you attack this place and, and how you get around it more so, um, you know, line-wise and just racing characteristics. You know, it, it pulls from a little bit of everywhere, but um, you, you really can't pull from Berlin. Um, you know, it's definitely its own beast, so to be able to really kind of have this track down in a sense and 
and be able to finally get a crown jewel there. They have uh, the Berlin 251, which was the Rowdy 251 for years. And, um, you know, they just started the Money in the Bank 150 and mm-hmm. had a shot there the first year, um, you know, three years ago. So to be able to finally click this one off was huge for me, especially being at home. Um, you know, I grew up at Kalamazoo watching and also grew up racing uh, a watch in Berlin and finally got the shot a few years ago with Johnny Benson to run at Outlaw Late Mall. Oh, nice. Carson, would you say this that Berlin Raceway is your favorite track, or what about Anderson, or what about some of the other tracks? You keep mentioning Crown Jewels, but you're winning some of those races now, so where is your favorite track? Uh, I mean, it's hard to uh, knock off the first one, uh, or a top favorite. You know, I just have a lot of them, but, uh, you know, obviously Berlin racks up right at the top. I, I love, um, you know, really driver-demanding racetracks um, that you're really up on the wheel. Um, whether, you know, Berlin, you can't over-attack it, but it's very, very, um, you know, line-sensitive. Slinger Speedway is very fun. Um, you know, Anderson uh, is, is up there. Uh, obviously, winning the Red Bud 400 helps. Um, you know, every time you win, every it, it then becomes your favorite racetrack. But no, uh, you know, running these races tracks like Richmond and Gateway and, and Bristol are really cool. But obviously, Berlin, um, right near the top. Would you say, Carson Hosevar joining us here in the Speed Freaks Pits, would you say that Bristol is a driver-demanding track? It's just, it's so tight, but is it driver-demanding enough? I mean, absolutely. It's so line-sensitive, especially with, um, you know, putting the PJ1 down uh, and really... You know, it's it's not a full car lane, so you got to really make sure you know you don't overdrive the corner and step out of the PJ one right around the bottom, and um, you know it's so physically demanding. Also, too, so you're right up on the wheel um, for 200, 500, whatever the laps may be. Um, you know, just right up on the wheel, elbows up um, from dropping the green flag to the end. So you got you know physically uh, going against you, and then also. Um, you know, you're right around a little boring on the bottom. So um, you're fighting for the bottom, fighting to get by somebody, root them out of the way or whatnot, especially now that they cut the top away from, from being a, a real big factor. Carson Hosfar, you describe yourself as a driver who's focused, wants to concentrate on the line, getting around the track as fast as possible. How are you on the radio then? Do you want somebody telling you what's going on elsewhere on the track, or do you want it quiet so you could focus on what you're doing. I feel like I'm very easygoing on that part. Um, you know, I've worked with uh, hunt, uh, a handful of spotters and different crew guys and, and on the radio, uh, more or less, and be able to... I've had both ends of the spectrum where they talk almost a little too much or a little too less. So, um, you know, as long as, you know, the feedback I'm getting is, is what I, I need, um, you know, bare minimum or way too much you know i'm not really um you know real big big picky about anything um you know i'm just really easy going and you know as long as i'm driving a race car um you know all's good in the neighborhood have you never have you ever told your spotter to shut the hell up uh, a few times um you know <laughs> maybe when uh you know we're struggling uh with with a race hand or i'm struggling with the handling of the car or whatnot and he's asking me to do something that you know i can't and you know, he doesn't get the memo that I can't do that. You know, I might be a little vocal, but, um, you know, I try to say, it, you know, as calm as, as, as one driver can. And, you know, obviously, you know, in the heat of the moment, you might get a little fired up. But I feel like, um, you know, I've, 
always kept some sort of a, a cool level head when I key up the radio. Has a crew chief ever told you to shut the hell up? Uh, or a I spotter? Mean, my face. He's probably thought about it um, <laughs> or, or, or turned on channel two or, or went to go key up the button or anything. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't. Uh, if so, I've never had it happen yet. But obviously, um, like I kind of said, I, I don't get too wound up or too vocal. Every once in a while, they're like, all right, they'll call me down or, or you know, I'm talking too much every once in a while. But uh, it's always, uh, always been kind of calm on both parties. Carson, Hosfar, you might be a driver's driver. You've driven late models. You drive the big trucks in the NASCAR series. I've driven NASCAR trucks at California Speedway. It's a handful, especially there in turn two. Do you like the trucks and that huge windshield, that brick that's going through the air, or would you rather be in the sleeker stock car? It's totally different uh, driving styles, and, and I feel like the truck style um, re- really fits myself of just being hard on the throttle and running as hard as you can. And, and I talked to Ross Chastain who ran Nice Motorsports last year. I talked to him almost, almost once a week, just about these trucks and about the racetrack I'm going to just asking questions and, and me and him both, um, you know, kind of fall in the line of, we just love attacking corners and attacking the racetrack and attacking the race car, whether that gets us in a good spot or a bad spot. Um, you know, we always give, uh, you know, 100%, uh, 110%. And, um, you know, that's, that's been my biggest, uh, you know, point on, I think, not struggling as much as maybe I would have expected um, with no practice is just being able to, you know, get right out there on lap one and, and just put it all on, on the table. Carson, many drivers have told us they like dirt. They like the way it feels. It prepares them for the pavement sometimes. Where do you fit in that? I mean, uh, I mean, I love dirt racing. I wish I, I wish I did it more. Um, you know, I feel like I was leading up to running a few midget races this year, um, before COVID happened. And mm. that didn't, uh, that kind of stalled my plans of running dirt this year. kind of limited everybody's schedule a little bit, but running the truck series at Eldora and then running, um, you know, a, a micro spent for a few, few races was always, uh, always a fun time. Would ARCA full-time interest you as a next step? I know we talked about the age restriction with NASCAR, but that's going to go away sooner than later. What about ARCA in order to kind of run on a little bit of everything to be that next step? Uh, I mean, I guess I don't really know. We haven't really talked about last next year. Obviously, I'd love to go full-time in the truck series yeah. to kind of um, just to kind of keep building on uh, my, our momentum and chemistry with Nice Motorsports. So, obviously... Um, you know, any, any time you get into a race car is, is good experience. So, um, you know, I just guess we'll just wait and see a few months from now and see what 21 brings. Well, this was cool. We need to follow this guy up to the snowball derby faux show. It sounds like you're outside chopping some wood. What the hell are you doing? Oh. <laughs> I just got done eating at Applebee's, uh, just a about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> that, my friends, is a victory dinner yeah, after winning today in Marne, Michigan at Berlin Raceway. Bam! Applebee's! Hey, Carson, thanks for doing this, bud. Absolutely. Appreciate appreciate the time, guys. Hopefully do it again sometime. Yes. Thank you.